What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still a Church Kid podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caden Snow, uh, not accompanied today by Zoe. Once again, we've got a few episodes, like I said in our last episode, where Zoe's going to be out of the podcast. We haven't voted her off the island. Uh, not yet, anyway, Zoe, if you're listening to this. But we still love you. Um, we're just trying to get some stuff out there because our schedules are crazy. Um, I'll let Zoe get into it more. Um, when she's back, but thank you again for joining us. I am joined today by some personal favorites and a first-time guest of the podcast. So please welcome my mom and dad, Chris and Amber Snow, and for the first time ever, my wife, PJ. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> you, the mom does the dad joke. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, it's good to be back. Say hi, PJ. Hey, everyone. <laughs> That's PJ's voice. Uh, so uh, today we're just going to be rambling, talking, having a good time. We've been trying to uh, plan out a podcast. If you could see my parents' dining room table right now, um, it looks like a tangled mess of wires, but we got it working. We have four separate mics. Uh, if you've been a long-time listener, the first time my parents were on the podcast, we were using two mics and just passing them back and forth. Uh, we have now upgraded. So... Um, there we go. Uh, that's what you call this. Uh, hey, it is an upgrade. Come on. Um, but welcome, guys. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I, I think it's funny. i just like to point out that I am the only not a church kid on the podcast today. That is true. Yeah. That's, yeah. But that's you have true. two and now a bonus yeah. church kid yes. in your life, so it works good. I mean, I guess technically you would have three, but you don't own mom, so... Or or us for that matter. I don't know. I have a ring there that says otherwise. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you flip it inside out, it says Chris on it. <laughs> please return to Chris. Yeah, it, it found. Listen. Please return. Just Chris in general. No name, no phone number. <laughs> I mean, after 25 years, it has kind of branded me. So uh, it's, it's kind of on there. That reminds me of a meme I saw like, a long time ago and i see it circulate every once in a while it's like an old man and old lady and his shirt always says if i'm lost please find willis or something and her shirt says i'm willis or like i'm willow <laughs> <laughs> no kidding and they have to wear the matching shirts to the grocery store <laughs> we haven't quite got there yet uh mom she doesn't uh she doesn't try to lose me too frequently yeah no but that might be a good idea for my parents <laughs> <laughs> it found please call Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kathy. <laughs> Wait, maybe that's what we should get them some shirts that say that. That would be hurtful and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um PJ, your parents ever do anything like that? When they go on, on their vacations like cruises or anything? I mean, they wear matching shirts, like they have the Finding Nemo birds that mm -hmm. says, he's mine, 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 and then she's mine, mine, mine. Oh, that's Oh, adorable. that's cute. <laughs> well, maybe we need to get them some if found, uh, find Carrie. That's I'm funny. Carrie. <laughs> the funny thing is they would wear that all the time. Oh, my gosh. They, they would wear love it constantly. It. They would like that. Yeah. Yeah. We have to look into that. For Disney, before we go to Disney in May, we could look at that. Look That'd in, be hilarious. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, well, what have you guys uh, been up to? Uh, I know today, at the time of this recording, um, we had uh, guest speakers at church today, 
Um, do you guys get stressed when you have guest speakers at church, or do you do you feel more relaxed, like enjoy it more? Oh, if I'm being totally honest, it's it's always a little stressful. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't think it's for any other reason than you're just trying to make sure that they have everything they need. Yeah. Uh, because the last thing you do, I mean, I don't think anybody goes out and says, "Oh my gosh, I was at this church," but. I guess in a way you don't want to be one of their stories. Yeah. Like you don't want them to be at a conference later and go, Oh man, I preached at this one church and you know, whatever happens. They didn't even have and, water or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that. Or, or, or like, yeah, I saw, you know, nobody even said hi to me when I came in. So I was very proud of our church today. Cause yeah. as, as per usual, uh, you know, everybody said, man, you, you have the nicest people. Uh, so many people were so welcoming when we came in. Yeah. They didn't know who we were. They didn't know we were the preacher for the day, uh, and they just were like, you know, welcome. So, I, yeah. I, as always, I just love our uh, our greeting staff and our you know oh, volunteers yeah. and stuff like that. That's true. We did find out today that um, Joy and PJ actually have a lot in common. Joy taught English like middle school, high school for like a long, long time, and that was pretty. Yeah, pretty I guess cool. the their church used to have a school in it like uh gospel lighthouse yeah they had like a small like chapel type like thing where they would like go to chapel do school i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. i was surprised that he remembered me going there and speaking like i don't i didn't say anything to him uh, we talked or, about it before oh before service yeah, or, yeah. okay we we i was just sharing with him some of the so interesting connections when I did that. yeah he was and uh i showed him Paul has a picture on his desk of the the church that was there uh in 61 okay. that uh when they came here and it was Gospel Lighthouse from the beginning when uh in 1961 when your grandpa word moved to Mineral Wells to to pastor. He wasn't the initial uh the very first pastor, uh-huh. but I mean it had I mean it was basically uh need a new pastor and had to totally be re, you know you saw the building, like it's being held up by steel cables. Right. Uh, yeah. And the existing building that's here now that you can go back to yeah. was actually put in by uh, uh, Granny and Papa. Yeah. They actually put that there. And, yeah, your uncle did all and the my uncle, the my great uncle, my, my granny's um, brother actually helped do all of that because he's a brick mason by trade yeah. and so they were living in mineral wells Farrell and joyce were living in mineral wells at the time and actually put in that church yeah. very old school anyway we just shared with him that that was gospel and like his face lit up because he has he was like that's crazy i yeah. mean he's heard it before but i think <laughs> when you're at a sectional meeting and somebody says something to you it doesn't quite have the same weight oh, yeah, as you're, when you're standing and they're looking at a picture. So. Yeah, and their brains and those meetings yeah. they go crazy all the time. I actually have a funny story one time of a guest speaker being at our church when I worked at Life Fellowship. I've been there maybe two weeks or something, and I had heard that like pastor was going to be out, Pastor Danny was going to be out, and this other guy was going to be preaching. And in my head, for some reason, it was like someone from within the church, like a, an elder or somebody that he had asked to preach. And do uh, you know the story, Dad? I know the uh, story. But it was uh, Don Twyford. Mom, if you know who Don Twyford is, PJ, if you don't know, he's like an evangelist for our district. He goes around to different Motorcycle ministry. Uh, I don't think, no, Don's not motorcycle ministry. Oh, okay. Uh, he's just, he's his own. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> that guy, 
I know who you're talking about, but this is a different guy. Okay. But anyway, Don, he was preaching the house down. I mean, he was doing great, but it was like one of those messages where, you know, when evangelists come to your church, their goal is to get everybody saved. You know, their goal is to, and, and not in a bad way, but their goal is to have that kind of message. They have their, from my experience, their few sermons that they cycle through. And, you know, it's pretty, you know, generic. They could do it anywhere. It's not particular, like, only specified for your church. Anyway, right. you you know. But I thought he was somebody from our church. And I'm like, why are you trying to outshine our pastor? Like, I'm listening to him, and he's, like, <laughs> preaching, and he's like, you guys, my friends, you need to get saved. And I'm like, you think our pastor's not doing a good job? Like, because I know that's kind of evangelist's thing. They go yeah. into these places, and that's what pastors kind of ask him to do because it's almost like that, like, goofy, like, well, I've been telling them forever, and then you come in and tell them, and they're ready for it. But sometimes you need that different perspective or the different moment. But I thought he was just some, like, guy off our, at our congregation, like, a greeter. being all holy. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll show him. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, he's that guy that, you know, that's like, Pastor, I just, 30 minutes your, of fame. <laughs> your, I just wish your messages were more, like, connecting and we need opportunity. And then he's like, I got my chance. <laughs> And then the pastor Danny told me in our staff meeting the next day, nope, he's a <laughs> evangelist, and he came he came to that church all the time Wednesdays. We had him during COVID, come and record. But he's a great guy, uh, Don. If so, you ever listen to this, you're a great guy. I, I thought this was a story. The reason I laughed is I thought this was a story where you were like, "Hey, it's so good to have you." Have you filled out a visitor card? Didn't was it you? That I have told, done that. Yeah. yeah, to a guest speaker. Uh. Maybe it wasn't guest speaker. It was like someone who'd been to the church for a long time or okay. something. But maybe I have they, done that. That's maybe my, that's I'm getting my stories. It's mixed my up. most awkward stuff is like when you start new at a church. And Zoe and I have had this conversation yeah, before. You maybe start, that's why I heard it was on the podcast. You start new at a church and you you go up to somebody and you're like, "Hey, welcome. We're so glad you joined us. Uh, my name's Caden. I'm the youth pastor. I'm the whatever pastor. Uh, here's this connection card. We're so glad." And they're like, "We've been here for two months." We just took a vacation, you know, four or, week yeah. vacation, and I had only been the youth pastor for two weeks or something <laughs> like that, and so they hadn't been there at all. And I thought they were brand new, and they were like, "Oh no, we volunteer this, we speak at that, you know, men's ministries or whatever." And that's so, PJ. Yeah. Have you had anything like that happen to you since you're you're still pretty new? Um, like embarrassing stories, like with, well, yeah, or even at our well, church, like, even yeah. at City View right now. Um, not at City View, but whenever I was little, um, Owensby actually came to our church, and he was doing his comedy at the time, and he had a son that, or he has a son that's around my age, and I think I was like eight, eight or nine at the time, and he came up to me and he said, "Hey, what's your name?" I told him my name, and he goes. So what are you doing? I said, I'm just sitting here. He goes, how old are you? I told him my age. And he goes, well, I have a son back there, and he's really smart. He's playing with a Rubik's Cube. You should go and talk to him. And I looked him dead in the face and said, my dad said that if I ever talk to a boy, he's going to hang him by the toes over the fireplace. (laughs) And so literally Owensby said, okay, (laughs) and just walked away. And then he said it in his, like, comedy bit he was like you're doing a great job sir and i actually had him as a professor and i went up to him and i'm like i just have to tell you this because every time i see you i think of it but i'm the kid that threatened to hang your son by his toes so <laughs> that's great that is funny that's great and he's he's a good sport this yeah, i was gonna say he's got a great sense of humor so he, he probably thought he that was thought good. it was hilarious but 
Have, has there been anybody at our church here at City View that you've greeted or talked to that they've been coming for a while and did like you just didn't know that they were? I mean, I've tried to be like, hey, this is so and so. You could talk to them, but they're like not new or anything like that. But do you have any? Have you had anything like that? Um. So for me, I kind of go with it with a I'm kind of new kind of perspective. So just in case, like if they've been going there for a long time, it's not awkward. Because then I'm like, oh, I'm new, so I don't know you. Yeah, you you just switch the table. It, yeah. Just yeah. up front. Yes. Yeah. Well, this morning, um, Joy was like, I don't know who this little thing is, but um, she can sit with her legs crossed. And I was thinking, I remember when I can do that. And I was like, <laughs> well, the, this little thing is my daughter-in-law. And I was like, and yes, she can do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. sitting with her legs crossed during church is one of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had like a really deep, I, I say really deep. It was pretty deep conversation with Paul the other day when I went to the church on Friday and we were just kind of hanging out and uh, he and I were talking and he was just like, so does, does PJ like it here? I'm like, yes. And he's like, no, I mean like, you know, like a church, like she enjoyed it. And I said, yeah, as far as I know, I said, right now we're just dealing with the obstacle of finishing school. And that's been kind of distracting towards the ministry. I said, because, you know, like when we're actually, she's actually teaching and stuff and it's her own, her own style, her own thing, her own calendar. She gets used to it. It'll be, it, it's easy to split your time. But when you're like having to follow such a strict set of rules and all kinds of stuff, it's like, really hard to split sure. ways i was like so as soon as we hit middle of may pj will probably level up again and i feel like she's already doing a good job uh, yeah she just you just she just took over worship for me i told her i was like i could just show up and play guitar like if you want to send out the schedule <laughs> you want to pick songs <laughs> i love it i'll just show up and play guitar cause there you go it gets stressful <laughs> yeah no it, it it can be tricky uh no I, it's been great uh it's really been great to have uh another just another strong team member and yeah. uh uh so we're, it's been a lot of fun i just do think it's always funny because even when we first moved here uh you know we would run into that where like the church had gotten uh quite a few people had moved or or you know moved around to different church places and so we'd be you know trying to be all chipper and hey welcome welcome they're like we've been coming here for 20 years and we we're like sorry yeah. i <laughs> Especially me, like my, your mom knew so many more people because I guess when we visited, she knew them, and I just was like, I don't, I was just here visiting, I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> yeah, you're just here so, family, go yeah. to church, go home. Well, some of them, like that, had gone for years and years and years in and out, were he even here when I was a kid, so yeah. it was easy to kind of keep up with yeah. them. But some of them, it really wasn't. Well, let's be honest, that's much more your gift than it is mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I always, that's my biggest, you talked about your worst fears, you know, uh, having to do that when you're new to a church. Like I, we've been here 15 years and I'm constantly like, oh no, I know this person. I know who they are, yeah, but I can't think of a name. I, and I, it's horrible. Oh, so. it got, it got worse when I went to Hope Church because Life Fellowship Church is large, but those, it's one service, you know, Wednesday night service. Sunday night service, very similar to how we're structured a normal Sunday. The only difference was that their kids go straight back to kids. Um, but, you know, hour and a half on Sunday, the adults had a Bible study on Wednesday. Kids had you, like, you know what I mean? So it's like all that. But at Hope, there's two services, 
Sometimes I'm helping Zoe in the back. Sometimes I was in the sanctuary. Sometimes I was the one preaching. Sometimes I was doing, you know, whatever to get ready for an after event. And now I wasn't there a long time, but that structure like was a totally like total wake up call because you'd have people that were different services or you were, I was in kids church for every second service and they finally came to a first service and I'm like, hi, welcome. Here's a, I filled out one two weeks ago. What do you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that structure <laughs> that structure would be hard but i and i like the the structure of our church but don't you think that like i mean i like the family atmosphere but don't you think that you cross over a little bit like you feel like you're growing when like okay we're at we're at pink and there's 15 women and pj can vouch for this there's there's women that literally are like okay your name is and your name is okay i'm gonna remember that and some of it is simply because they sit on one side of the church and they don't ever yeah. go to the other yeah. side of the church. And, but literally they do that and you've got 15 women and that come all the time, but they're just, they're still trying to learn names. I think you mm-hmm. cross a barrier yeah. of growth at that point when, even though you're a family atmosphere church and you are trying to be close and we're not like a mega church or anything, you've, cross kind of that a line of growth yeah when not everybody knows everybody yeah and that's a tricky like that's one of those those ceilings you kind of have to break through is like you're you're not gonna know everybody's name um but uh it doesn't mean you shouldn't you know you shouldn't strive to know yeah Yeah, i understand that yeah no it's it's uh it's wild i think i i you know you bump into that at the district too like a few weeks ago, we were at um, the Harvest Young Adults with Laney and Carlos, and we were playing volleyball, and there's a guy there. His name's Braxton. Uh, I don't know if he listens to this, but if he does, um, basically, they put us in a circle, and they were like, tell us your name, how you're connected to this group, how you know whoever brought you, like why you're here, basically, and then you know your favorite food or where you want to travel or something like that. Well, I knew a Braxton and like we're all, we're friends on facebook that kind of thing but like i only knew of him like i didn't really feel like we knew each other so i was like oh I'm, my name is kaden i know laney carlos abby and hunter from camp and they're like carlos and laney were like oh yeah sorry braxton he doesn't know you and i was like well i do but like you don't just want to be like i know him and then him be like you don't know me yeah. and then <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and so never met you a day in my life yeah you know like you want to be careful or like you feel like because you you know some of those youth pastors and stuff you see at like all your events and you're hanging out or yeah you know you see people at college or or different things where you follow each other on social media you feel like you know each other so well that you're like hey so and so i'm so glad i saw this and they're like oh yeah we're friends on whatever so he was kind of laughing he was like yeah i know uh carlos laney hunter abby and he's like and what was your name again and he's like oh yeah i know kaden from camp well and like you said some people's gifts are or you know or some people are they lean more towards like knowing people and knowing their names and being more acquainted with them and you may not be besties or whatever but you're acquainted with those people but if they're not necessarily they don't lean that direction that it it can yeah. get awkward. And so I may not know you know you, but I try to, if I've seen you at least once, yeah. I try to like know your name yeah. and remember that I have met you at least one time. 
drugs. Yeah. Whereas your dad struggles a little so bit. So look, here's my curse. Here's my curse. <laughs> I cannot remember names at least 50% of the time. But you let me like go to your house or something. Uh, I'm probably going to remember like roughly your address. I'm going to remember something particular about your neighborhood. That's not creepy at all. Yeah. Well, I know your grandma. On the, on the, so, <laughs> on the surface, it doesn't seem that weird, but I realized this was a really awkward thing. We were eating lunch or eating dinner one time at a Mexican food restaurant here in town that's not open anymore. But we're eating, and and some people come around the corner, and they're like, "Hey, how y'all doing? Oh yeah, we're all fixing to go to the football game." And and your your Paul introduced uh me to this this gentleman and i said oh yeah i know where you live uh you're uh, i said yeah that house actually used to belong to my uh they owned that house before you did and so on so and i mean again in context this guy had never met me before he didn't really know me i had been to his house for a service call but he wasn't home <laughs> and i'm like i know where you live <laughs> at a restaurant and so you have three dogs right and and uh, plot twist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, plot twist. It's Todd's uncle, but uh, yeah. truthfully, he was just like, okay, well, it was nice to meet you. And then that was that moment where I realized I just made everybody feel really weird. Yeah, you shouldn't say stuff. I like shouldn't that say until, stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's like with the whole camp thing. Like the reason I knew that guy is because he did rec crew, and so like kids camp rec crew talks to youth camp rec crew, but not like. You know, like I'm friends with Zach Davis. I would consider him my friend. We both went to Sagu, but we had like more than a few interactions. Or he helped you move. Yeah, he. I mean, he helped <laughs> me move out of a crazy situation. Yeah, no, I love yeah. Zach, uh, and Nick, Ezra, Ezra, and yeah. Nick. Those are like forever uh, my friends. Side rabbit hole. Ezra's engaged now. I heard yeah. that. So that's heard that's awesome. that. That's awesome. The greatest RA that I've ever had. Yeah, um, so Liz, she's great. Uh, anyway, so but like, you know. I dealt with it because, again, you know, being a rec crew member is not like being a celebrity, but, like, when kids know you. Like, I've been in Weatherford and had kids walk up to me at five below, and I'm like, I'm not a creep. I work staff at camp because they, like, <laughs> they'll say my name or, like, whatever. Uh, I always, even as a teacher now, I try not to wave first unless I know the parents. Yeah. Like, if I don't know the parents, I only know the student. I don't wave unless they wave at me. Well, when mom was, a, when mom was working in the school district, uh, on the weekends, I'd say, oh, let's go to a movie. She's like, can we please just go to Fort Worth or whatever? Because <laughs> then I don't run into every student that we have. And yeah. I don't, you know, feel like we have to talk. But even here lately, at least two times recently, we've been in Fort Worth and Weatherford and just boom, students, oh, kids dude, from the church. Hobby Lobby Academy. Yeah. Yeah. We were walking through Costco and uh we turn around and we're like hey buddy and it's like one of the kids you know i want to name church. names from you know little kids but like and then we're like hey oh there's your parents and so like it was people that go to the church yeah we're at costco in fort worth you that's know that's funny so, yeah small world stuff no oh, yeah. it, it's it's crazy i mean pj you probably know too because new mexico is even smaller oh, yeah. than Going texas in to your the district store and stuff. with my mother was horrible <laughs> Because she knew everyone. Like, even people who have never stepped foot in our church, she knew them, their cousins, their grandmothers. So everywhere we'd go, she'd talk to someone, and I'm like, it's three hours now. Can we go home? Yeah, we just came for milk. <laughs> well, and she, and she probably loves that. Oh, she there, loves it. There's sometimes, there's sometimes that I'm like, do we have to go to Walmart? Because 
And this sounds so antisocial for someone who's in ministry. But I'm like, do we have to go to Walmart? Because in Mineral Wells, if you go to Walmart, you're going to see at least three people that you know. And just don't make eye contact. You're just like, (laughs) oh, I just want to get through Walmart without having to stop. Troy and Morgan today. After we left lunch after with After you had lunch with them. <laughs> yeah. So it happens every time. So I'm like, if we're go? going to Walmart, let's just do a pickup. Uh, other than that, we like drive over to H-E-B. But hey, we've been in H-E-B and seen yeah. people. So. Well, here, here's the oh redeeming thing of that. When I, see, <laughs> when I see people in the store, I always feel like I have to have a conversation. Like, of all of the four of us sitting here at a table, uh, if we all, if you were, I heard another podcast talking about this. Like if you were in an elevator and you feel like you had to have a conversation, like I know the two people at this table that would be all about it. Yeah. Not me. Not you. <laughs> not it. And probably not PJ. Just, <laughs> but PJ wants to be that person sometimes, but then it would be like default to be like, yeah, it depends. Cause some days it doesn't even matter if I know the person or not. I'll just go up and talk to them and I'll talk to everyone. Yeah. But then some days I'm like, I'm just not going to make any eye contact with <laughs> yeah. anyone. But what happens <laughs> to me at Walmart, I feel like I got to talk to everybody. And then I, I buy it's already bad enough. I buy too much stuff we don't need. Then I come home and I'm like, Hey honey, I'm back from Walmart. She's like, it took you an hour. I just needed milk. And you're like, I forgot milk. I got everything else, <laughs> but I didn't get what I actually went there for. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes with especially ministry people, I mean, mom, especially people like mom is you almost have to wear your personality as a belt to church, like your extrovertedness to church. And then like when you get home, you just take it off, hang it up. You're like, next Sunday <laughs> or Wednesday, yeah, I'll use that. Or you pluck yourself in and the plug goes all around your house, but you got to charge the whole day. You got to charge it back up. I tell people often that I'm an introvert who's a trained extrovert. Trained um, extrovert sounds like a freaking shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I really Put do because I really am shy by nature, but you can't be and be and do what we yeah. do. So That should be... Our greeter shirts. Trained extroverts. Trained extroverts. Just a little square on the like shirt, like with the logo underneath it. But I, I like I could picture a couple people in my head right now that would see that shirt and then be like, Nope. And then just turn around and be yeah. like <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna go home. It's determined. They're like, We're not visiting that shit. Yeah. They got trained extroverts. Yeah. I have trained like, extroverts. They keep them in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, the, like where it clicks, what to expect for your visit was like, oh, we're going to get in your face. <laughs> you will shake Richard's hand. Yeah. You have to. Yes. Everybody does. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be knuckle bumps you, or something. I, I was going to say, you yeah. might get a chest bump. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if it's real, if it's going to get real serious. Depending on who it is. Yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to talk to anybody today because I felt like when I, by the time I, like, I noticed people, I was already up getting ready to play drums and then Well like, dude everybody came like five minutes before service. Oh, I know. It was a it was a weird morning because I I mean I was worried about a couple of things and but it was a weird morning because I was like uh I mean I was I was talking to PJ and I was like um you're gonna have to be prepared. You might have to back us up <laughs> and she's like, Okay, got it. And well, so dude I was I keep my costume in my car. I was <laughs> <laughs> I told your mom, I was like, I have a, like a little bit of sermon notes started for what I'm going to preach next week. But I was like, if the weather was bad and, and Pastor Greg didn't show up, I was like, I'm just going to have to wing it. And 
I mean, and, they and came they in right at service late. time too. Yeah. Yeah. Swept. Everyone leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's it was it was an interesting morning. So it yeah. it's it's un uh, of course when everybody's listening to this, it'll be a couple weeks down the road. But like, uh, it's unseasonably cool today and rainy, so I understand. Like, yeah, I think. It's one of those things mom and I talked about it on our episode, which will be a week previous, but we just recorded it the other day, is like ministry and church is always non-negotiable for me. Like I'm starting to get that way with the gym where I just get up and I go. People that, you know, that go to the gym or people that go to Starbucks every morning or people that do anything, they just do it. Like when I have one act play, by the time I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm, I'm in April. You know, this is just, this is my long way around to explain what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm in April. So now staying at school till 6 o'clock, three nights a week is normal. But when February hits and I have to start doing it, I have to, like, really psych myself up to not leave school at 4.30, you know, or not leave yeah. school. And I have to make sure she knows I'm not going to be home, know that she's going to take care of the dog if I have to go get dinner or I'm going to be late. Like, I have to make sure my brain knows that. And then, you know, it's real easy to go the opposite way. Now, once yeah. 1X over next week, I'll be fine. But a church for me has always been that, um, where it's, I just go, you know, and I talked to Troy about it at the gym one morning. He said, yeah, for for a while there, it was like, we had to, oh, we had to remember Wednesdays. Like, we go to church on Wednesday. We're not just going home. Or we've got this. We've got that. If we're going to get groceries, we better get them at this time because, he goes, but, you know, at first it was like we have to remember. He goes, now we just, we go. If we miss, it's weird. Like, if, yeah. And so for weather days like today, I always go, where's everybody at? Like, this is, you know, I bet you guys were like that in Carlsbad, too. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's being a part of a pastor's family, but too. But it's just totally, miss. yeah, it's just totally, like, not negotiable. I don't even think about it anymore. It's just what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like going to school, just like doing anything. It's just what I do now. Yeah. Well, I, um, one of the things I, I shared this a long time ago at a, I think an upward basketball game, but it, it's one of the stories I love in the Bible about, uh, Nehemiah uh-huh. and, and when he comes to find out that he has leprosy uh-huh. and he, he wants to be healed and he goes to the prophet and uh, Elijah tells him, uh, I, I shouldn't be trying to tell this off the top of my head because I always get Elijah and Elisha. But I think it's Elijah. Anyhow, uh, he tells him, you know, doesn't even come outside. He tells his servant, go wash in the Jordan River seven times. Yeah. And um, Nehemiah gets mad. He's like, or not, I, I'm, I can't even tell the story. We may have to cut this whole thing out. I don't even care. Because Nehemiah, Nehemiah builds the wall, wrecked Jerusalem. Who am I trying to talk about? Who had leprosy? Naaman. Naaman. Yeah, so you got we got our biblical facts on point. <laughs> Just like Aaron this morning. I had to, yeah. I had to bail out dad in his ear this morning. I know. I was just like, what? Well, it was a stressful morning. I get your well, point. It was hey, a stressful morning. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to segue on that, but I was reading a bunch of verses about the staff. And it does talk about Aaron. Yes, it does. But the so, particular story okay. you were talking about. Okay, so but not Nehemiah. We're talking Naaman. about Naaman. Naaman. Na- yeah. Naaman. And he gets mad because uh, the prophet's servant tells him, 
to go bathe in the Jordan River. He's like, yeah. it's a dirty river. You know, I've got better rivers close to where I live. I could have done that. You know, so he, he kind of, he gets in his mind that the washing is what's doing it, you know. But uh, the his servant asked him a really cool question. He Ooh, says, I got to do that. Yeah, he's, okay. he Sorry. says, <laughs> His servant tells him, he says, he says, hey, if he had asked you to do something out of this world, and this is my words, yeah. if he'd asked you to do something extraordinary, wouldn't you have done it to be cured from leprosy? All he's asking you to do is go dip yourself in the river seven times. Yeah. And I always equate that to the fact that uh, if he'd have done it three times, that's not what the prophet told him to do. If yeah. he'd have done it five times. But a lot of times people can be that way about church. They're like, oh, well, you know, I went once or twice and, you know, it wasn't really for me. And I always like challenge people, go seven times, like go get around. Yeah. And church is full of people that are imperfect. It's full of people that are dirty. There's, there's more interesting things you can do. If you, if you want to get into camping, you want to get into off-roading, you want to get yeah. into mountain biking. There's all kinds of stuff you can do to fill up your time that seem more fun but once you get tied in, you start it's, realizing yeah. it's like, it's exactly where God wants you to be. And, uh, it's just amazing how many people will buy into that. Uh, not the, you know, not like we're signing up for a cult, but yeah. just the buying into that lifestyle that they start to see tremendous just yeah. movement. In when their you life. feel more opportunity even to like do the hanging out and stuff like, yeah, because you build more friendships than you might because certain things are you know yeah. some people just stay home you know but others are like yeah but yeah i know that's funny anyway that's uh, that's my one evangelist message well, that i can go. preach anywhere yeah, I well go. there you go i i think the way <laughs> if you, I can you say that he thinks people. it's the washing like sometimes we think it's the washing it's just the obedience <laughs> like yeah. we just need to be right. obedient do that that's yeah. that'll it's preach like Good. those parents that ground their parent their kids from the church oh, oh i know so now you're me, gonna go get personal on the podcast well I'll for be, me it was <laughs> like if i got yeah. grounded i'd be grounded to the church yeah, exactly you're grounded you're going to an extra revival this month <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my biggest pet peeve too because i just want to be like you think it's so just a party like yeah we yeah. play games yeah we make it not miserable to be there you know but it's not a party it's yeah. it's it's educational I, that's how you should just mark it's it. It's eternity. Like, come on, parents. <laughs> it's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, but even if you don't want to go that deep with somebody who doesn't care, like a parent that just drops their kids off, you know, in that moment, there's a time yeah. and a place to get that deep with someone because they all deserve to be, you know, the opportunity at eternity. And now we don't need to preach that, like segue into all that. But <laughs> the parents that you just need to have a conversation and be like, come on. Well, like it's not just a party. Like this is a like this is your kid's life. You this feel is like education. You feel this like is, Jerry Maguire. You're going like, help me, help you, yeah. help me, help you. You know, and you're just like, <laughs> you want to know how many times I tell you that I was dumb when I was their age. I'm trying not to make them be dumb when <laughs> yeah. they're their age right yeah. now. So it, it's crazy. We we were laughing the other day. We were talking to some friends, and they were like, "Why don't you just call the house?" And they go, "Uh, because we grounded our kid from their phone." And we were like, "Yes, way to go." Like they couldn't even call him to tell him to like open the door for <laughs> for somebody that was at the house trying to get in. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I was like, that's you really you really grounded your kid. That's that's a I know this is like subject change, but that like literally a kids at school will be like, Mr. Snow, my mom took my phone away and I'm like, Well why? 
because I did this. I said, that sounds like a pretty good reason to take your phone. That sounds like a you problem, not a them problem. Oh, gosh. You know, talking about how mean their parents or something are. I'm like, It's like the teacher that I'm under, she likes to say, that sounds like an issue, not an ish me. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that I so like much. It. <laughs> I like it. But speaking of things that are going to happen uh, by the time this comes out, you're going to be graduated. Yep. Yep. From college. So exciting. Senioritis is real. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, and I don't want to get, but you brought it up. So this is his fault, not mine. You said the thing about Naaman, like his ser- the, his servant said, like, if he would have asked you to do cartwheels and backflips and do something crazy, you'd have done it. So just go dip. That's what I had. We had to have that conversation about going to student teaching because it was like the, the professor was being hard case about it because of they're down to the wire, those weather days. Am I wrong? Like. They're being real strict on you for no reason on the on the student teaching stuff. And I was just like, come on. All they're asking you to do is go. We're just going to have to go because we, we, we were too close. We're too close to finish now. you know. And if they would have been like, well, Sagu says you have to do eight handstands and and, and you know do whatever we'd be like. She wishes she could just do eight handstands. Yeah, I know. Instead of seven extra days. I'd lift the truck. Dang. I would lift the whole truck, <laughs> <laughs> and she could probably do it. Yeah. yeah, just for just for clarity, it was Naaman, and the prophet was Elisha. Elisha. Sec- yeah. I gotta always get that right. Yeah, I I could preach like, you could preach like five messages from that story. I love yeah. that story. No, but I was just joking because our conversation. I literally said the words. It's all hard. you have to do is go to school for extra seven days. We we can make it. That's all you have to do. Nothing crazy. If they would have been asking us to get all kinds of paperwork and all kinds of crazy stuff, we would have been trying to do that. So we can just go to school, and you've already got. She's already got her job, right? So. so is it a Monday through Friday, and a Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That that's one of those things that um, when you're old, and you go, you're telling me I could have done this for two weeks, and I would have never had to do it again. That's when you go, yeah, let's just do it. So I, you've you've heard me tell you that like a hundred thousand times. Yeah, it gets gets easier, but. Well, just think by this time in August, y'all both be working at the school. Our summer is going to be short. That's what's weird. Yeah, she has to go back the last week of July, like 26th, 27th, and then we're back in the school building August 1st, which I don't totally hate because I do go back to my student roots and, um, like, my schedule gets off. And I'm like, I, you know, I could go back to school now. Because it gives me a routine. It gives me something. So it's not too bad. And I looked at our calendar. We have like four or five less Fridays we have to go to school next year because we're starting earlier and ending later. Yeah. So I'm totally good with that. We're ending on May 30th next year, uh, which is the longest we've gone in a while. We'll have to go after Memorial Day. And and uh, I guess it was her mom the other day was like, that sucks. And I was like, well... Until I was like a junior in high school, we went to like June fifth. So yeah. no kidding. May thirtieth is like, let's go. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, right when right when they started backing that up to Memorial Day was when you started working in the office, and then you no, had to I work till July anyway. I worked in the office um a couple a couple of years when it was still June because I was never so happy for them to move it back to July because I needed those teachers out of my face. Yeah. Well, hey, so, <laughs> so I have, we're reaching about time here. We're going to do a part two of a little more lightheartedness, hopefully. 
Um, so but before, while I wrap it up here, we'll keep that thought in mind. We'll probably just do a continuation for part two. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening. Zoe will be back soon. It'll probably be within the next few episodes. Uh, so all my Zoe stands out there, don't quit on us. Uh, keep going. Keep rocking with us. We're having fun. Uh, PJ, I love you. Thank you so much for being on this episode. I love you. Uh, you'll be in the next one. So mom and dad, as always, thank you for being here. Pleasure. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at Still a Church Kid Pod. You can email us, Still a Church Kid Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and also, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, topic ideas, please DM us, message us. Uh, or if you know us, text us. We'd love to, we'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye everyone.